Hi, welcome to valuationpodcast.com, a podcast and video series about all things related to business and valuation. My name is Melissa Gregg, and I'm a company valuation expert in St. Louis, Missouri. During this episode, we will discuss the PPP loan forgiveness rules or the spending rules and the PPP loan forgiveness application process with Mark Nicholas. He is a forensic accounting expert and CPA in St. Louis, as well as having locations in Bloomington and Decatur, Illinois. Welcome, Mark. How are you? I'm fine. Thank you for having me today. Yeah, lots of things changing. So once again, we have this PPP loan program that has undergone some changes again that will affect how full forgiveness is achieved. So but this time you kind of have some good news for us right so in june the paycheck protection program flexibility act was signed into law that added some additional key provisions to help business owners meet the forgiveness requirements more easily so i understand one of the things that changed is that the time period for spending the ppp loan funds has been extended how long is it and what does that mean for business owners Well, this was great news. Um, It extends from eight weeks up to 24 weeks. So an additional 16 weeks of time to spend the money that they have. A lot of PPP users um, have been caught in that they have not fully spent the money under the guidelines within eight weeks. This really allows almost everybody to be able to fully spend the money as it is in the guidelines and then have full forgiveness. It's a great thing. Well, and some of the spending money part, so time was part of it, right? But the other thing is there were some rules. So the old rules said that you had to spend the PPP loans 75% on payroll costs and then 25% on other items. So has any of that changed at this point? Well, and that is also good news. They lowered the 75% on payroll costs down to 60%. Makes that a much easier threshold to meet. Thus, the other 40% now is rent, utilities, and mortgage interest. Um, There was at one point a question of whether forgiveness would not apply if you didn't at least meet 60% for payroll costs. That is not true. Um, If you don't meet the 60% for payroll costs, you get a prorated amount of forgiveness, just like it used to be under the old 75% rule. The other thing that came up under the new rules is self-employed individuals now get two and a half months of their 2019 income to apply towards the PPP payroll costs. Before, they only got eight weeks of their 2019 income to base it on. Now they get a full two and a half months. Not enough in my mind, but we'll take everything we can get. So another two and a half weeks or so built in there, that's a good thing. Oh yeah, I think it's really helpful for everybody who has received the loans. Um, Some of the loan terms though, were that you either had to pay it back in two years or did you have to start paying it in two years? And then when there was like, a 1% interest, is all of that still relevant or how does that work? Again, good news for the those who borrowed under the PPP loan, maybe not so good news for the banks. Um, they extended it to five years 
under certain circumstances. So if you got your loan after June 5th, you have five years to pay it back if you don't meet the forgiveness rules and you have to actually use part of it as a borrowing. Um, however, it's still two years if you got your loan before June 5th, unless the bank agrees to extending it to five years. Here's the problem. At 1% interest, the banks are not too excited about extending the loan to five years if they have their choice. No one knows how the banks are going to react to this. I've talked to several banks and every single one of them says, we have no idea what we're going to do. We're waiting for a decision um, from somewhere in our own governance to decide that. The other thing that came up is you have now um, 10 months after the end of the 24 weeks before you have to start paying principal and interest on that loan. So not only do you have 24 weeks, almost half a year to spend the money, and if you don't spend it, you have some amount that falls under the loan criteria, you have an additional 10 months before principal and interest even start. Okay. So that's a really nice thing if you really have to use some of the PPP money as a true loan because you don't meet the forgiveness criteria. Well, I think that's really helpful, but I also have been talking to a lot of business owners recently that maybe missed the window or they just didn't think about the PPP loan as really important. And so is it too late for them to apply for a PPP loan at this point? Not too late yet, but that window is closing very, very quickly unless they extend it. Right now, that date is June 30th. So get your application into the banks. This second round of money that the government put out there has gone much slower than the first round of money, partly due to the government warning taxpayers that if you really don't need it or shouldn't get it, don't take it. That scared a lot of people from taking it. From my point of view, if you have been affected by COVID-19 in your business or your organization, you should apply. Who knows what the next six, 12 months is going to look like economically in this country. Um, it's a good thing to have the funds available if you need them. But again, you've only got a few more days to make that happen. Well, and I think that there's been a lot of concern, you know, what is the best bank to apply through, what, you know, most of them are taking relationships. If you have a, a business relationship with the bank, um, but either way, I think reaching out and trying to find some place if you think that this loan is going to be necessary, it it's best to get that because you just have to get the application in by June 30, right? It doesn't mean that it all has to be finalized. You're correct. Just get the application in by June 30. And frankly, the application process is really fairly simple. Um, the banks now have experience with it, so they can guide you. A lot of accountants um, can help you with that. So talk to your accountant if you need to. Um, and it's a pretty streamlined process now, as opposed to what we all dealt with back in uh, April. Well, and I think that that's one of the concerns with business owners is that it was more complex before. And so you had all these kind of providers that were saying, oh, it's so complex. Make sure you work with us to get it forgiven. And now, you know, what what kind of things do we need to know about the PPP loan forgiveness application 
And should the business owner wait to fill out this application until maybe later in the year? That's a great question. Um, I would have to check my crystal ball for the right answer. But conventional wisdom is telling me better to wait than to try to rush it, even if you've already met the forgiveness criteria. There are other things coming down the pike. The SBA is going to change things. They're going to modify things. That's the history of this in the short few months that this has existed. There's a lot of unknowns that exist. In fact, some banks are saying we can't even process a forgiveness application, while other banks are rushing to um, help you go through the forgiveness process. So it's very unknown right now. If you at all think you may not meet the criteria, it is absolutely best to wait. There is no rush to make it happen sooner. There's no cost to you to make it happen sooner. Um, I would wait if you are not fully um, um, eligible for the forgiveness. The easier the forgiveness can be as well, the better. So for example, if you wait an extra month because then your payroll costs completely meet your forgiveness and the use of the money. You don't even have to worry about rent, utilities, mortgage interest, um, and those expenses to apply for forgiveness. Let it all ride on payroll. It makes it easier for you, makes it easier for the bank, um, a much easier forgiveness process and record keeping that exists. So there's multiple reasons to wait. Um, I'll tell you again in six months what the right answer was. Right now, it seems like waiting is the better answer. And I think it's not even waiting until the very end. It's just giving some time, you know, like business owners are sometimes very um, interested in checking all the boxes. So they want to apply for the, the forgiveness and have it all taken care of. But things keep changing. So it's not like you're saying wait until the very end. It's just let's give it some time to kind of work through the process. Have any additional changes come through? and see where we stand, right? You're exactly right. As well as let's give the banks time to figure out what they're going to do. This is new to them. They're going to scrutinize the first few that come in. They're going to overthink it the same way they did the PPP applications. And then they're going to get in a routine as they figure it out. And I expect the same thing to happen with the forgiveness is the first many that come in, they're going to overthink and then let them get into kind of a groove, comfort level, work out the bugs of their own internal systems. And then that's a good time. Likely that's probably still a couple months away. But mm -hmm. you know, for that reason alone, I would wait. Well, even, I mean, to just piggyback on that concept is, you know, what do we know right now about the Prioritized Paytech Protection Program Act? which has just been introduced last week, um, but it allows some businesses with fewer than 100 employees to get some of this um, taxpayer-backed funds for a second time if they've proved that they've lost half of their revenue or if they've um, kind of gone through the initial PPP loan amounts, they could maybe get a second um, loan and it could extend the loan application process or deadline from June 30 to December 30 or later. So all of these things that we've been talking about and, and really we don't know a lot about this act, right? I mean, we can speculate, but 
there's not a ton that we know about some additional changes, second rounds of funding, third rounds, fourth rounds, you know, whatever we're looking at. We don't really know at this point. You know, we don't know yet. It's too new and we don't know how it's going to kind of the final bill is going to look like. That happened just recently with the revisions to the PPP loan program. We were all speculating what may or may not happen. And frankly, most of us thought they would not revise the PPP loan program the way they did a couple of weeks ago. Same thing with this. Um, we just don't know enough to see what's going to happen. I'll tell you the other thing that we've seen out there is a lot of local jurisdictions are coming out with grant programs. They can't move as fast as what the federal government has done. And so something to check out if you're still in need of assistance is check out state, county, city programs that are just now coming online that often are easier criteria to meet than what the federal government programs have been. So that's something else to keep in mind over the next few weeks and start looking for. Well, and I think that's kind of one final thought about this is that right now the idle loans are still available. And so, you know, are you, everybody likes the PPP loans because they're forgivable, you know, so you can get the money, you can use it and you don't have to pay it back. You just have to go through the application process and make sure you've used it properly. But we also have these idle loans sitting out there that now could be, if you need it, right, it's still a way to access funding and maybe you put it aside. You know, maybe you get the funds and you put it aside and you use it if necessary, but you, or you have it there. Because I think in some cases, people just need to start focusing on their business, on how we recover, on how we get through the next six months, and maybe having some credit there. You know, even though you might have to pay it back, it's going to be, you know, probably decent payment structure, um, decent interest rate, and things like that. But maybe just having it as a as a security blanket have you been seeing any clients do this type of thing i think that's excellent advice melissa um, and that's exactly what we're telling clients the economy is just beginning to feel the effects of the covid situation from just three months ago um, the economy is probably going to struggle um, it's nice to have the safety net it'd be nice to have up to one hundred and fifty thousand dollars through an idle loan set back in a savings account if you don't need it right now. It's only 3.75% interest. You have, believe it or not, 30 years to repay it if you really had to go that long. And payments don't start for six months. So even if you don't use it, you pay it back in six months, a year, pay a little bit of interest, you are protected. So excellent advice. And it's, it's really trying to get to some of those folks that maybe don't have access to lines of credit or don't have access to just get $25,000, $50,000 so easily. Um, but for small business owners, it could allow them to, again, refocus, stay afloat during this time period, keep your people and figure out, you know, everybody talks about pivoting during this time but you need time to be able to figure out how to shift a business. And if all you're worried about is making payroll, 
every single two weeks or twice a month, it, it does kind of create an undue burden on the business owner. Yeah, I, I completely agree. Um, we are going to be operating in a new world, new environment. Um, things have changed tremendously. Um, simple use of video. It's now very commonplace in three months for people to use video where it wasn't, believe it or not. There's still a small number that utilized video. One thing about the idle loan to keep in mind, it was closed to anything but ag businesses the last few weeks. They have reopened that now um, to any type of business. So if you heard it was closed, it is reopened. It's a good time to apply for the idle loan. Okay, well, these I think these are all really helpful tips. And quite frankly, Mark, we're just going to have to keep on doing these updates because things are going to continue to change. And I think we have a ton of business owners that just want an easy way to know what the changes are. And they can watch a quick video that have you talk about the changes. So we'll probably keep it up going on through this year. But if you have any specific questions about your business, your PPP loan, uh, the forgiveness process, I would encourage you to reach out to a CPA near you or uh, Mark is always willing to talk to business owners about some of these issues over the phone or through video conferencing. Um, and we'll provide information on how to contact you. So I think we'll keep on doing these. What do you think, Mark? You think there'll be some more changes? I think there will be, unfortunately, or fortunately. Yeah. Um, so I think we will be doing these for a while and happy to help. All right. Well, thanks so much. Again, this is valuationpodcast.com, a podcast and video series about all things business and valuation. Thanks so much. See you soon.